Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Randy Exton, and today we're joined by... None other than Mr. Zach Columbia. How are you doing, brother? Doing great. Thanks nice. for having me. Yeah, as always. Tim is uh Tim is being uh cabin Tim for the weekend or the week. <laughs> so we we've got Zach uh filling in for today's show, but uh it, because we have Zach, we're actually going to talk about something that's kind of right up his alley. Um for today's episode, we want to talk about kind of how programming can be the linchpin in your business and actually be preventing you from scaling. Um whether it be programming or, or just any single component of the business. We really want to dive in and talk about how scale and the ability to grow the business through systems takes priority over sometimes that, that extra edge that you can add to any one of those areas. You have to still create those systems. So um, this comes from a, a conversation that we've had with our Iron Circle quite a bit. Um, a lot of our, you know, when you're, when you're a qualified gym owner, or qualified trainer, you, you take pride in the programming, I think. And, uh, and that can often become a detriment to the business if you're not, uh, clear on, on how deep to go with that stuff. So Zach, I know here, obviously we've got a, a system around our programming you've created, yep. uh, you've implemented, we've turned it around and we've put, you know, built an app around it and made it available to other gym owners. But, uh, why don't you kind of take us through some of the methodology there when it comes to training our client, our demographic, when it comes to the programming and how you're able to systemize it so that it's not something that takes hours, you know, of your time or anybody's time each week, and you can actually focus on other areas of the business. Yeah, and I th- I think probably we should kick this off and and preface this conversation by saying that we want gyms to have amazing programming. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. Like like. There's kind of two different avenues with with the gym owner, the 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 independent trainer that becomes the gym owner, mm-hmm. right? Um, they they either own the programming so much they have their hand, they're so involved in it that it prevents them from being able to scale, sure, right? And then you've got the the complete opposite spectrum of the gym owner that's like hey the i gotta focus on the business and then they just offload the programming and the training and the delivery all to their coaches and they just have their coaches just program design each coach is designing workouts for the clients and programs and so neither one of those is really an ideal um situation right um so and you and you see both and both will actually prevent you from being able to scale right so for the for the gym owner that's like hey my programming is my secret sauce yeah great 
don't lose that. Figure out a way to replicate it and basically clone yourself and the delivery of that, in, uh, of your programming and your special sauce, the thing that really makes you, you, and that mm -hmm. has gotten you to this point. In order to do that though, you have to have a system built around it. Yeah. Right. It can't just live in your, it can't just live in your head. Mm -hmm. And so, so one, one thing is by turning it into a system, through that process, you'll realize how much better it can become too, because there's always room for improvement, sure. right? Um, but you'll prevent that thing that's that's just stagnating your business. It's preventing you from from growing. And that, and that's the tough part, is right. That could be the special sauce, but if you can't deliver it, if you can't systemize it, if you can't bring it to the many, if you may, it's it. it what good does it provide? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like it's too good that it's, it's, it's to that point, it's not scalable, right? You can't yeah. replicate it. You can't give it to everybody. And, and that's where you have that limitation in your business. You know what I mean? It's either, it's too big of a detriment to you as the owner, to you, whoever's doing the programming. It's too much time and energy to be able to, to make that a, an opportunity for growth. And so it's preventing it at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, Look, I'll, this is, I've evolved, right? Oh, sure. Like, so when I started here as a coach, it was like, I wasn't the director. I was a coach, right? Mm -hmm. We had our programming and it was kind of just a thing where, where coaches could still somewhat do whatever they wanted as long as it sort of made sense for the client. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would refer to myself back then as like a cowboy. I just kind of like, I mean, I would shoot from the hip. Yeah. I would have a group of clients come in and I would just do something completely off the wall and change the the program. I wouldn't even look at the program. I just like <laughs> make it up. Right. As I, as I went along, um, which some clients loved and, you know, because I was all, I always made things a little bit harder. So like you always have that percentage of people that appreciate that, that challenge. Right. Sure. And then it doesn't appeal to another portion of, of clients. Um, but that was just me. What happened when they trained with a different coach and got a different experience, right? So even if there were, let's say the majority of clients liked the way I was doing things, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't the business's way of doing things. Yeah. It was my way of doing things. And then when I became the fitness director, I'm the fitness director. So I, so I can kind of dictate like, Hey, here's what our programming is going to look like. And I can make some adjustments. I can implement my own way of doing things that things that, you know, has kind of proven to be successful, mm -hmm. but I can't train everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then how do I take my ideas, my, my programming, the, the secret sauce and replicate that across four coaches? Yeah five coaches. If I can't do that, I can't grow. Absolutely. Right. Um, and so, so what I did is probably the traditional mistake that a lot of gym owners make is I was like, okay, guys, here's our framework for, for programming. You guys go and, you know, I trust you go ahead and like modify, modify based it, off, sure. off of that. And it was this simple template of workouts. And then I just left it up to the coaches. Well, in this industry, we know that coaches leave, right? We, we know that turnover with coaches is just a real thing. How do you replace a coach 
and not let not have the clients feel it if you don't have a system in place yeah if not everybody's following the programming um you know how we have to hire an expert level coach to replace an expert level coach versus just saying like hey here's the system and the programming just go and run with Follow it. it sure right and then how do we have any type of branding or product that defines us Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And I think that's a major thing. Like if I could, if I could get people to understand this, what differentiates your training business from a gym where you rent space out to trainers. And that I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, truly, like we talk about all the time, right? Like the brand needs to own it. Not, yeah. not the individual trainer within. And if you don't have a system and if it's not top down, it is the Wild West, right? And you've yep. got a bunch of cowboys and Indians running around trying to figure out what to do today and, and modify things off the rail as opposed to systemized where, you know, and like we've created now where it's simple. It's, you know, a click of a button and, and it's uniform for anybody who's in that position, right? These are these are, are players of the game, not they're not creating their own game. And that's that's a big thing for any brand, especially when it comes to scale and, and repli- that creating that replicatable, duplicatable um, ex- client experience. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is everybody who walks through that door should have a similar ability from trainer to trainer, workout to workout to experience something that's similar, even within it. You know, obviously, the changes, you know, from workout to workout, but the experience itself should be should feel the same. That's why you come to the same brand. That's why you experience the same businesses that you want that similarity to some tune. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but because I have brought this up on previous episodes that we've done and talked about similar things, but it's like Starbucks. Yeah, it's like, exactly. I go yeah. to any coffee, any Starbucks on the corner, you know, of in, of any corner around the world, and I order a cup of coffee, I know when I taste it, it's Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter who the barista is that makes it. Yep. Right? And what Starbucks did is they said, you know, some somebody long time ago said, hey, this is a pretty good cup of coffee. I could probably sell this. Here's my recipe. Here's my process for making it. They document that. They teach somebody else that system. And then now it's, you know, uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Location wise, I think they have like the third most 
locations of any franchise, right? Yeah. In the world. So so that's just a that's just a system. What most gyms do is they don't they don't create that recipe mm-hmm. and the and the system. They just let the trainers do it. And then and then we play a game of telephone. You know what I mean? Where where this or or, or like we've talked about before, right? The new guy comes in, and he's trained by the last new guy, and who's trained by the la- the, the new guy before him, and or gal, you know. And, and pretty soon you're, yeah. And now you're making tea instead of coffee, yeah. you know. It's yeah. Like, so yeah, I mean, obviously it all runs back up to and in right in line with that is the SOPs, right? I know we we just ran and created I think 109 or 101 or something yeah. like that, you know, SOPs here at the gym. Your programming is its own. Essentially, it's its own. SOP within it's, you know, within and, uh, but that, that's to your point. Like I use the Starbucks analogy a lot, right? McDonald's. I mean, while, you know, we're not in that, those industries, the way they run their businesses for the purpose of replication where anybody, I mean, it's almost like idiot proofing a franchise, right? Like you can go in with the, the least amount of skill necessary pick up their guide to success, their SOPs, their processes, their their recipes. And as long as you adhere to what's already been laid out and already been done and how it's done, you can experience a similar level of success. And that's the whole point. Yeah. So so then we move from the other side, right? So so we kind of covered mm-hmm. we kind of covered okay, what, you know, you're the you're the the trainer becoming a gym owner who's just like, Hey coaches, I don't have time to take care of the training piece. Like you guys handle that. Mm -hmm. Right. I trust you just go and handle it. Big mistake. Right. But then you've got, you've got the, the gym owner who's like, Hey, I got to have my hands in everything. I got to control everybody's program. Well, that creates its own problems Yeah, because it, that's, that's the approach that you should take. However, you need a system in place that allows you to teach the recipe to teach yeah. the system to the coaches so now we're controlling the brand now we're controlling the delivery yeah and and so both will stifle your business regardless Absolutely. of which direction you go and so this is basically you know kind of the the problem that we wanted to solve with semi private pro is we're like, hey, everybody's kind of got their own beliefs, philosophies, way of doing things with programming. So let's just build an app that lets people build their programming into it, and then they can ex- they can have all their coaches deliver that. Yeah, right. It's essentially a delivery system for programming. It's it's essentially a delivery system for programming, and it, it's not. You know, here's the thing: we try to make it as turnkey as possible. However, if you have your own way of doing things, what we have given you is a framework to take your own way of doing things and build it into the app. Yeah, a system. You're not that's not turnkey if you have your own philosophies sure. and your own program and all that. So you're going to have to you're going to have to do some of the work, but what happens is now we can now we have a system, now we can replicate it, now we have a brand. We actually mm-hmm. have a brand that I can grow my business, scale it without being involved in every single aspect of the the programming right yeah. um and so you know i think i think what people need to do is g- gym owners need to do is they need to look at at their their delivery of the training and they need to say okay like what makes us special mm-hmm. what's our what's our thing our special sauce that differentiates us from the gym down the street, right? Mm -hmm. It can't be 
we just tra- we train we just do it better yeah right yeah like you have to you have to demonstrate visualize show the client what it is that differentiates you sure you can't just live in your head mm-hmm. and without a system in place to say hey when you come in when a new client comes in here's the process that we follow here is the structure of a workout here is you know for their let's say for their warm up right here is how we do the warm up right yeah. here's the here are the you know whatever if your warm up is based off of you just have a generic warm up or it's based off of the workout like you need i'm not telling you which one to choose just yeah. like build a system around it and then when you when a new you get a new client your whole entire team knows this is a brand new client here is the process that they're going to follow to onboard this new client to get them training i i go it's just a, it's just a map i go yeah. a to a b c d e f and i just follow that that process you have to build that mm-hmm. if you want a successful business that can grow i mean it takes me 2 minutes to prepare our team to train a new client yeah it's nothing it's nothing. It's yeah. literally me. It's literally me going into the app, clicking add new client, uh, first name, last name, date of birth, enter in their contraindications and then hit save. And now my team knows what to do when and they're, they can pick up the ball from right there and they know exactly how to operate with it. And they're going to delete that thing is right. They're going to deliver the exact programming system that I've already built out. So yeah. it's like I made the investment at the beginning. It was a, it was work. I'm not it, like sure. this is no easy way around it. There's no easy way. <laughs> it was work to build, but now I click the button, basically the easy button, and it delivers the legacy product. And you know what? Like to to throw some you know additional clarity on that. I think a lot of gym owners are afraid of systemizing their their programming, if you may, because they feel that it mutes it, right? Like it takes away some of that special sauce. That's a great point. But I think that it actually does the opposite because at the end of the day, like you said, if it's sitting in your head, if everything is always up to one individual on how to come up and create this programming, if you don't have a system around it, the chances are that like the last time you experienced somebody with that same situation that you're trying to to replicate. Did you do it the same? I don't remember. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh no, every time I sit down, it's like a, a brand new experience for the owner and that client, as opposed to falling back on what they know to be true and what they, the values that they hold to, you know, their type of training and their programming and assist like we guys, we pound systems obviously. And there's a reason for it, right? The, the success of this gym is, is the success of the systems within it. And if you don't programming to me is one of the largest components that once you get it that systemized because we as a facility as a gym as all gyms as an industry we put so much weight on the workout itself that if there isn't a system around it you're you are just shooting from the hip you're just you're just renting space to trainers yeah, is yeah. what you're is what you're and you're just doing. really and you're waiting for them to leave is what you're doing because i mean if and if, take your clients <laughs> exactly, with them because yeah. you don't own what they're delivering exactly they do it. there you go this is a relationship business yep right so like if you don't if it's not blatantly obvious and the client is reminded of it 
every single time they come into your gym that, hey, this is our product. The brand. This is the brand yes. that you are getting. The coach is facilitating it. If that's not obvious to them, then they the, own the, client. the coach yeah. is the brand. Yep. Right? So if the coach leaves, they can easily take the, the client with them. And even if they don't take the client with them, coach turnover impacts retention. Absolutely. And so the client's like, well, my coach is gone. Like, I don't want to train with a new coach. Mm -hmm. And then they, and then they leave. Right. Yeah. And, and, so, and even if it's just the assumption, yeah. like, to your point, if it's not clear enough where the brand owns, you know, facilitates the, the programming and, and, and so forth. If it's, even if it's left with interpretation, when that coach leaves, that client's got one foot out the door already. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, everything that I've enjoyed about this place has just left with that person, even though the brand could be the one facilitating all of that stuff. It has to be visible. And I think that's yeah. another big powerful uh, component of SPP, Semi-Private Pro, the, the app, is that at any moment they can see that it's not the coach that's in control. It, the brand owns this, right? The coaches are using this tool to facilitate the workout. Yeah. And the brand, you know, is behind it all. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Yeah, and I think there's there's probably a portion of the audience listening that's, that you know, they, they let their coaches kind of dictate the, mm -hmm. the programming, the delivery and all that. And they go, well, I'm not going to get my coaches buy-in on that. My coaches kind of have their, their set way of doing things. I actually know that for a fact. I'm not assuming because one of the, the major challenges that we have with semi-private pro is team adoption, team adoption and sure. buy-in, right? Like it's, it's a fairly easy sell to sell the gym owner on it. Who's like, yeah, it makes sense. I got to have a brand. I got to have a system. I got to have a way of doing things. I don't really want to even build it myself. I just want your program. You just built, <laughs> you know, like, right. Path to least resistance. And yeah. then, and then you turn it on and then it's like, you know, I'm trying to onboard these gym owners and their team. And they're like, man, I just not getting the adoption from my, my team. They're like, it's not really my thing. It's not my way of doing things. Um, and I will tell you from, you know, our live use case of using the app on the training floor. Like once you learn how to use it, it makes the training, the, the delivery of the training so easy for the coach. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you can train 12 people at a time and it's, everybody's got their own program and it's customized and, and it's like, man, this is easy. I'm just high-fiving people and saying, go up and wait, go down and wait, right? Streamlines that process. But a lot of gyms don't have that culture of like, Hey, my team's going to buy into whatever, you know, to the system, mm -hmm. they're going to buy into the brand. They're going to buy into the way of, of doing things. And it's like, well, of course they don't have that because you didn't build that didn't from, it. you didn't create that from the beginning. And now each coach has this independent mindset versus the, you know, my gym's way of doing things. And, yeah. it's, and that's really important guys is, is if you don't have that, you have to 
create that buy-in. And if you can't get it, you got to replace the coach, yep. right? One, I, I mentioned like it, the building a system makes your programming better. We have this built into our culture where if a, um, I encourage it. I encourage the coaches to say, hey, if you disagree with something in our programming, like you think there's a better way, there's room for improvement. Every week we have like a coach to coach where a coach does a little present mini presentation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, use that time. That's your platform to argue your case before the team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our programming has gotten exponentially better over the course of. 18 months since I implemented that because I'm like, Hey, if you think there's a better way, put it together, a presentation, argue it to the team. We'll talk about it. And if the team agrees, this is the best way to go. It's going to be better for delivery. It's going to be better from a scientific standpoint, better results for our clients. Like we'll talk about it. If it's yes from the team. Great. Yep. We'll adopt it. We'll change it. If not, then now it's not me saying like, Hey, that doesn't work for our business. It's the team collectively. Yeah. And so by building that into our culture, we've like, it's not just coming out of my head. It's like, we've continued to get better as, as a whole, as a collective, sure. As a collective. So if you are that gym owner, that's like, Hey, I, I control this process. Yeah. You probably know best. Right. But that doesn't mean that, you know, everything. Sure. Right. And it can continue to improve. And that's, that's huge too, because let's say you have that coach that has that belief and they don't bring it to a team, then what they're probably doing is turning around and they're bringing it to their clients, right? And so you've got that one rogue trainer who's delivering something that doesn't fit. Exactly. This is, you know that's what I mean? how we prevent that. That's it, how I prevent yep. that from happening it, on the floor in real time. Exactly. So now now it comes upward first or, you know, to the team. Mm -hmm. And then everybody has their, you know, like, again, it's the, it's the collective that's making that decision as a whole because it, it, it turns around and it either works its way into the programming for everybody or it doesn't at all. And that's, again, you're controlling the brand's delivery well beyond just what that, that one trainer, you know, can and can't do for that client. That's huge. Cause I mean, I think that prevents, like you said, that's your way of preventing those rogue. Cause I mean, we've all seen, I mean, even with the greatest systems, you have to follow it in order for it to you work. Have to, <laughs> like, you have to build it, <laughs> then you have to follow it. Yeah. Right. You know, and if you do have that, if you have that team member, who's just, who doesn't buy in, doesn't buy in, doesn't buy in, doesn't use the systems that the brand is holding to it. You, like you said earlier, you got to replace the trainer and that's, that's an unfortunate part of, of what happens if you have that rogue trainer it, exactly and and that the the coach to coach and the the saying hey you know if you have if you have something you want to bring up and change that like argue your case before the team that in and of itself is a system that's yeah, really absolutely. that's really part of the system yeah right and again guys like if you want to scale Right. I mean, Tim, Tim has, has built this, this gym, the seven figure gym. And it's like the, the roadmap is there. The, the oh, path yeah. is there. You just have to like, why, why build it from scratch? Just like adopt the systems that we have in place. We're just, we're just showing you the, the one right now is like, Hey, take your, your delivery system, your programming, how you deliver the training build it into a system, you know, use a couple tools to make sure it gets delivered correctly. And now you don't have to worry about your training anymore. Yeah. How often do you think Tim thinks about our programming? Never. 
Unless, never. Well, when you bring it up. <laughs> never. <laughs> no, yeah, I know it. Right. It's, not, it's not part of our conversation ever. <laughs> and, and I don't think about it maybe like more than an hour a week where the team were talking about, Hey, how do we improve upon yeah. this? Right. And then if I have to go make a little tweak or something, I make a little tweak, but it literally takes up none of my Ram, none of my capacity. Either the way you're talking about that is, is really interesting too, because you know, obviously with the coaching business, we're on profit and things like that. It's, that is how we look at almost every system of the business. Let's take the work off of you as the owner. Let's take the work off of like, you know, an individual, let's put them into a system that can be, you get to a point where, you know, your programming is fairly well figured out. It's not a matter of, oh, I need 40 hours this week dedicated to the same thing that we do every single freaking week. No, it's <laughs> let, what, what incremental change can we make? We're looking for the 1%, right? We're looking for a tiny little bit of an advantage, stepping stones each long, you know, to make it an improve upon what's there, but the foundation's already been created. You're not going to the drawing board every week and going, all right, hey, let me, how do we figure out how to do this whole giant task one more time? There's, it's already there. There's two absolutes in this business. Two absolutes. Coaches are going to leave. Clients are going to leave. Yeah, that's guaranteed. Guaranteed, right? So why would you not create a system, have a system in place that eliminates that risk for your business, right? I'm focused, like I don't spend my time programming. Mm -hmm. I spend my time on getting new clients, right? And then it takes me two minutes to onboard them and prepare the team to train them, right? So, so I'm not spending hours, like you said, programming. Yeah. I'm focused on growing the business. This system's built, it's out of the, it's, it's an afterthought, okay? It's our delivery, so it's incredibly important. It's the most important yeah. thing, but it takes up none of my time. Now my focus is on getting getting clients and growing the business, mm -hmm. right? If a coach leaves, we can replace a coach, hire based off a of personality, teach them the system. In two weeks, they're delivering the exact same quality of session as a coach that's been here for a year. Boom. Done. Yeah. Like how simple is that? Well, in grow, just it, grow. That's well, it. Well, I, I don't even want to say grow, and that's exactly what I was going to follow up with. The difference between growth and scale. Growth can happen incrementally, but growth happens, and then it can break other areas of the business. Scale is true, systemized scale to where you can add as many people to the front end, to the front of that process. Everybody knows what has to happen. Everybody's plugged into a system. That scale, right? That's the ability to grow without breaking other areas of the business. If you remove this, the the training component, or excuse me, the programming com component that you've built in there, and you were adding people to that front end, but then all of a sudden that onboarding, boom! Oh, I have got to go create one-off custom programming for this individual. Scale stops. Now you're growing, but you're growing at the rate of how much can you, how much time and energy and effort can you put into programming a program creation for each individual coming into the board into the, your business if you're if you're onboarding clients like we have the ability to at this gym that's going to be a full-time job for you again right but you've like you said you've taken the 80 percent off of the plate and put it into a system now it doesn't matter how many times you put somebody into the business they plug into a system that is true scale and that's what we're trying that's the hard like that's the hammer that we're trying to pound into you know everybody's mind is Yes, you might be the you might have the greatest tight greatest programming 
known to man. I mean, you might have the secret sauce that gets results better than any gym that's ever been created. But if you can't replicate that process for every single person that's walking through the door, you don't have the ability. To, you're you're going to lose to the guy who's, who, who sucks at programming because his, his ability to scale far exceeds your ability to do so. Yep. That's uh, the biggest thing. 100 hundred percent and it's it's just the old you know saying of like you could be the smartest person in the world but if you can't teach other people like if you can't communicate it then it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right so um i'll just i'll give a little plug here right right. if, if this resonates with you if you're listening to it and you're like yeah you know that's really the thing holding me back whichever path you're on i'm i've got my hands in all of it or I've got my hands in none of it and my team's doing it. Just go to semiprivatepro.com, put in your info, schedule a demo. Like I'm I want to help yeah. people solve this problem. Right? Like we're not here to just we're here to help gym owners win. That's it. Right? There's nothing more important than the actual delivery of your training. That's what your business is mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. All the other stuff is built around getting clients so you can do the training so or keeping the clients right so guys why i mean scale right that's it scale grow scale yeah scale and and the tools are there you just have to implement the system i love it well we can leave it at that and uh like to, like Zach said, if you have any questions, concerns, uh, give them that link one more time. Semiprivatepro.com. Beautiful. Just schedule a demo. Yeah, jump on. Zach will obviously take you through the that, show you how you can systemize your programming for your facility, whether it's with our programming or your own individual, um, but do it for the point of scale. So that's all we have for today's episode. We'll see you in the next one. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.